two, seven. Testing, testing. Ooh. Hello, everybody. I don't. I, oh. What are you doing? <laughs> are we still? No, we're we're doing it. We're, we're doing it. it. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Midnight Memo. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that keep us up at night. Uh, my name is Claire. And I'm Kristen. Claire is apparently hosting WWE. I don't know <laughs> what the hell that was. Yes. But these talkies have me feeling a certain way. They got her feeling a certain way. So we're, yeah, we're really like hitting the, the slumber party thing again in this episode. We are filming from my couch mm-hmm. in a slightly normal fashion and Claire before as we're getting set up claire i went to go get more wine because you know that's that's where we're at mm-hmm. and <laughs> i am i'm whining right now so we'll see where this goes and claire asked for some snick snacks and i was like of course i have all the snick snacks what would you like and we could not decide so we filtered down from all of my choices to chips and then we could not figure out what type of chip <laughs> Yeah. So I brought. There are four bags of chips in front of us. Essentially, yeah. we have we have all the options. All the options. We got spicy, cheesy, another cheesy, and then I don't know actually what this salty. is. Salty. Salty. It's like a popcorn garlic oh. chip thing. Interesting. Apparently, it's like supposed to be for Mexico, but there's Japanese writing on the bottom. So like, I'm I'm really unclear what we're doing over there. <laughs> it's a multicultural chip. Speaking of cultural. Segway, whoa, whoa, whoa! Happy Asian American Pacific Islander Month, AAPI peoples. I had to. We were just on a live, and I had to confirm what the second A in AAPI was because I knew, I knew what the PI was. I knew one of the A's was Asian, but I wasn't totally positive the second one was American. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's a if. For those who don't know, it's a month where we get to celebrate all of the Asian cultures that are um, that have come to America. And if you guys didn't know, and Pacific Islanders, and Pacific Islanders, if you didn't know, Kristen and I, we are part of this group. Yes, we are both of Asian descent, yes. and I am also a Pacific Islander. Yeah, so so covering all the bases here. Yeah, truly. So I and think that's pretty good. fun. We're American. I have my United States passport, so... Yeah, you do. Honestly, okay, they literally terminated my Chinese passport or my Chinese citizenship when I was adopted. Is that not normal? It is, but I was very offended. (laughs) I was like, aren't they not supposed to do that or something? I was like, why can't I just be a dual citizen? I don't know. That's fair. How come you... Do you know why you couldn't? I think it was just because the family I was being adopted into was American, so they're like, now you're a U.S. citizen. We're going to kick you out of our country. But that doesn't... It truly didn't make sense, because I didn't even get my citizenship until I was in, like, 6th, 7th grade. Oh, right. You told me about that. So I was just... What was... I was an alien. Registered alien or something? Is that the term for it? I have no idea. Claire just did, like, some... I don't don't know what that was. Just a little wave. It wasn't. It wasn't the wave. It was like this little worm motion movement in front of your chestuses. I don't know what you were. My chestuses. Your chestuses. Yes. Also, I'm eating chips. So, so ASMR away. <laughs> yes. Ignore me chewing. We were when we were testing our microphone earlier. I have a very nice sound bite of Claire giving some 
quality ASMR crunches earlier. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. giving you more ASMR crunches with mm -hmm. a little less commitment because now she's self-conscious about it. I know. I, I want to hear. I want them to hear you talk and not just like the crunching <laughs> just, just, of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have snacked before, but you know it's fine. You know, you didn't choose this life. The snack life chose you. Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask you a question, but I'll wait for this chip. <laughs> I'll put the chips down, okay? <laughs> I don't even remember what I was gonna ask you though now. <laughs> so we could talk a, kind of about like our own Asian heritage a little bit. Mm -hmm. You wanna go first? You want me to go first? You can go. Okay. I'm probably gonna get. I was just telling someone about this the other day <laughs> at work, which is a really weird time to have this conversation. But I, I should have confirmed with my dad. This person is also interested in Japanese culture, and I am Japanese. So he, I was trying to explain to him like how much Japanese and like my fa family lineage on that side of my family tree, but I couldn't remember which generation of my family immigrated from Japan to Hawaii, mm -hmm. if it was my grandma or my great grandma. Mm -hmm. And then I literally talked to my dad yesterday, so I definitely could have asked him, but I <laughs> forgot about this conversation. And honestly, I wish I remembered because it would have been so fitting for information now, but I don't know. So either my great-grandma <laughs> or my grandma, I don't quite remember, immigrated from Japan to Hawaii to work in the sugar plantations mm. during those times. Uh, and that's all I really know about it from, if it's my great-grandma, don't know much about her because mm -hmm. she passed much before I was born. <laughs> um, but I, I think it was her. I think she immigrated over think along with my grandma as well and all of her siblings my grandma was one of six damn and she was the only girl damn yeah that's rough <laughs> she was a trooper man she was she was kicking it i also i was telling my partner this fun fact the other day actually um so my grandma is one of six she has four older brothers then herself and then a younger brother mm -hmm. and uh, gosh, I'm gonna, I don't want to butcher this. I'm 97% sure <laughs> that my great-grandma is the one who immigrated uh, to Hawaii. And then she had my granduncles? Don't know family trees that well, but um, my grandmother and her siblings. And her four older brothers all fought in the 442nd Infantry Regiment? Infantry? in the in world war ii which if you don't know what that is it is it was one of the infantries that was made up entirely of second generation japanese americans oh that's During, cool so after pearl harbor bombing um less cool yeah unfortunately <laughs> 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 so Oops. after the pearl harbor bombing um all of her four older brothers were signed up to the army they were enlisted i think they enlisted i can't quite remember but they all ended up in the 442nd, and it is actually the most decorated battalion out of World War II from America. And it was made up entirely of Japanese Americans. And yeah, they all got they all fought in that war very valiantly. And they unfortunately they they have all passed, but they have like cool trinkets and they were very proud of that accomplishment. That's awesome. Yeah. But my youngest grand uncle did not fight because he was the he was the baby. Mm. And in Japanese culture, the youngest takes care of the parents. 
so he stayed home and he took care of his mother so my grand great grandmother okay yeah i got you yeah but the eldest four yeah they were in the infantry team yeah really sick my dad has like um one of my grand uncles um has his diary that like contains some of the things that he saw which is kind of spooky but also kind of cool yeah for real that's like a a history book but like from his point of view yeah exactly so maybe at one point i'll actually get to like read and i just found out that my dad has that diary like i think the last time i was home it was Mm -hmm. really very random that we got on this topic but found that out and yeah that's awesome what's what is your favorite thing about um japanese culture oh dude i think also talking so i was talking to this person also (laughs) and we were talking about japanese culture and with our previous episode two episodes ago now i think it'll be about love languages Mm. he was telling me about why he likes traveling to japan so much and um the culture of just anticipating the needs of for business owners for shop workers hospitality in general in japan they really anticipate the needs of the people they are serving. And I was like, wow, acts of service. That explains, <laughs> this explains so much. If two plus two equals four. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so that, that's what this person appreciated. They were like, I really just appreciate how that's so embedded in the culture of just like, yeah, anticipating the person's needs. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of sick. I do appreciate that. But I think broader than that, I appreciate the idea and I think it's very common in a lot of Asian cultures, but I can only speak specifically for Japanese culture, the idea of community. Mm-hmm. So like what you you think about the betterment of your community, the society, like on the broader scale, even like Japan, like what you can do to serve the country. That's why there's... So everything you do is reflective of your family, your parents, your parents, your family, your neighborhood, your community rippling outwards so that kind of teaches people to take responsibility and accountability of their actions and that's why and that ripples down to even the smallest things they do where like there's no trash like mm. in the cities on the subways like every- until i arrive <laughs> <laughs> trash you with me <laughs> selfish <laughs> claire i just had to bring it down she was yeah. just like it was get- it was getting too real <laughs> um but yeah i really appreciate that aspect of just the i the sense of community that comes from that and i think if we all had a little bit stronger sense of community and pride in where we come from and what we do maybe we, we wouldn't act like dicks out there in the world <laughs> i don't know just wow. the thought <laughs> yeah but okay yeah what about your pacific islander side so there's a joke that my grandma paddled over from someone to <laughs> She called them arm muscles. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. And what a single... Oh my god. Kayaking alone is really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Damn. Side note. I just... <laughs> much respect. Do you remember when... I took you stand-up paddleboarding, right? Was that the first time you went stand-up paddleboarding? When you came to visit me in Hawaii? And we went... Maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, That was... Tangent. That was the wild... That was the... That was the, kind of the worst. That was... Yeah, truthfully <laughs> the worst stand-up paddleboard experience I've had in my life. Yeah, that just was, it was not like, it. <laughs> yeah, we decided to go at the worst time. We went in um, a high okay. tide, yep. and there was a really strong current. Mm-hmm. 
like pushing us like down uh down the beach yeah towards the seawall yeah and so we were like <laughs> trying our hardest <laughs> like putting in so much effort to like yeah. get away and we literally were just staying in the same exact place yeah. so eventually we had to um get out of the water and like we had to like walk our paddle boards up um and we had traveled super far down yeah well because yeah the wind had <laughs> moved us and at some point we were just like you said paddling to stay in place to not keep moving yes oh and then even when we were trying to like walk with our paddle boards the wind kept like pushing, pushing it sideways yeah. and so we like couldn't and we're walk. holding like these like 10 footer boards too like not not tiny boards and we are not large men we are not large people yeah <laughs> it was quite eventful yeah <laughs> it was good yeah. times you know good times we love we love <laughs> but <laughs> all that's to say my family jokes that they paddled from Samoa to hawaii mm-hmm. i don't know how much of that is true how far away is it dude ridiculously far oh then never mind like, <laughs> i was gonna be like because again geography is not my strong suit if they were close, then I'd be like, oh, maybe. But no, if they're, they're not, like, then no. They are over 4,000 kilometers apart. Which in, in the U.S. is what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up in miles. <laughs> I love how you said, like, super confidently, like, I wouldn't understand what kilometers well, are. Well, I mean, to be fair, I knew that kilometers to miles is, like, rough, roughly two but I was going to go the opposite way and I was going to say it's about 8,000 miles. Nope, it's the other way. It's about 2,500 miles apart. Damn. Yeah, she ain't paddling she, that far. Which is rough. But that's funny. That's what I was told. <laughs> okay, okay. And so yeah, they, they also immigrated to Hawaii during the plantation times. I don't know so much on that side of my family just because um, my mom's mom is the one who is full someone and I didn't really I didn't really get to meet her um all of them, she passed away long before I was born one and my mom wasn't able to spend a lot of her childhood with her because her parents separated and she mm-hmm. ended up living with her dad so she doesn't know a lot about her someone heritage but when I turned when I was applying to colleges ha 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 Oh, back in back in the good old back days. Back in the day. Um, I so we knew I was someone from my mom. Obviously knew her mom was someone. So she found this someone scholarship for me, and she was like, "Oh, you should apply." Applied. I got it. Yay! But they asked at the last minute, "Hey, can you show us proof that you're someone?" And yeah, like kind of like a family lineage tree, like show proof that you actually are someone. So. Mm-hmm. I was able to show my birth certificate because my mom wrote that I'm someone on my birth certificate. Mm-hmm. But my mom's birth certificate doesn't say that. <laughs> so a lot of legality things that don't want to get into, she had to change it. Um, and when she changed it, that kind of led to her meeting slash reconnecting with that side of her family. Um, like she knew she had someone family. Um, her mom had other children. But... I don't know how aware she was of that growing up. Not mm-hmm. totally sure. But that led to a whole reconnection thing. And suddenly my graduation party turned into a second graduation party that my someone side of the family threw for me afterwards. And 
literally, yeah, literally just met them all there, threw a giant binder down in front of me. I'm literally meeting these people for the first time, too, as I'm turning 18 and about to leave to the United States. <laughs> fun, fun. And they threw down a binder in front of me, and they're like, this is your family tree. And I'm like, it goes back years, dude. Like, kind of awesome. Like, so ridiculously far back. It's astronomical. It's like a two-inch binder. It's massive. At least two inches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My mom's been, like, keeping... So since then, my mom's been able to keep up with them, and I think she's even, like, grown the binder a little bit. I don't even know. It's ridiculous. My mom says she's gonna... I'm gonna see her, actually, at the end of the month, so she says that she's gonna make me a copy and try to go through it with me, but I'm a little overwhelmed with that fact, so we'll see. But... Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Any fun facts about your Samoan culture? <sighs> I know there's a money dance you're supposed to do at graduation, and I'd not do that because oh, again, and at weddings, and yeah. at weddings, yeah, women do a dance, and I'm not gonna try to pretend I know it because unfortunately I am not in tune with that side of my family as I really want to be. I I would like to learn Samoan, but it's really really hard, and I don't have anyone to practice with up here. Um, I know if Suniva was still here. I know. Side I note: We have a friend named Suniva. She is also Samoan, and. Um, she did this dance at her wedding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was so cool to see. Yeah. And then I think um, her now husband, his culture, I don't want to say the wrong culture, so I'm just not going to say it. It's an yeah. African culture. Yeah. He, they also have a similar custom, mm-hmm. and so they both families were doing it, and it was yeah. so cool. I know. Ah, I, I, I was love. literally just talking about that wedding the other day with my parents, and I was telling them about it, and I was just like, it was just so, oh, it was so pretty. It was just, amazing. What a so much for the culture it was just it was so good it was so pretty Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's a traditional dance that you do for graduations weddings and so when i happened to reconnect with my Samoan side when i turned well i was still 17 at the time wow crazy when i graduated Mm -hmm. but i didn't know until after i had my graduation party and then i got to go to some of my Samoan cousins like graduation parties and my dad was like See, if we knew earlier, you could have done that, and you could have got more money for your scholarships. And I was like, I order a redo, <laughs> and I was like, Dad, that's terrible. But you're right. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Did you do a second graduation party? Do it again. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. What about you? Wow. What do you have to tell us about your Asian culture, Claire? So many things. <laughs> um, just kidding. <clears throat> <laughs> But I, I'll share what I know. So <laughs> go for it. <laughs> quick, quick cheetah break. break. Snack break. Yeah, we're really leaning into this slumber party vibe right mm-hmm. now. We're just eating um, the noisiest of chips too. Yeah, <laughs> we're like we could we could have eaten something silent. No, but we're like crunchy chips. <laughs> no, when you're like, what snacks do you have? I was like, chips sound great right now. <laughs> Did not think about the complications that come with that. I was just like, you know what I want right now? Chips. I yeah. want some good crunch. Yeah. We're just bringing you guys along with us. Oh, yeah. Come along for this Yeah, ride. grab Grab a snack. <laughs> Eat with us. And um, then comment what snack you're having, because I'm curious. Oh, yeah. What's everyone's favorite chip? I know yours, because it's the same as my partner's. <clears throat> oh. What do you think it is, then? Takis Fuego. Yeah, no. Really? <gasps> Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I got the cultures wrong. <laughs> Rip. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. You know what? It's the same in my eyes because I can't have either. <laughs> they're both bright red. They're, they're, they're not even bright red. They're literally fluorescent neon yeah. 
red. Like I've had a few and I already have red marks on my fingers. Dude, they like, yeah, nuclear glowing red. Mm -hmm. Did you know you can burn them? You can burn a lot of food. Well, yeah, but like they will catch fire and they will hold the flame. Oh. <laughs> like they will turn into a match. Like whatever the frick is in that shit. They will... I believe it. It is toxic. These are the things I do when... I... This is the things my friends do when they're camping. We lit we lit each of the chips on fire. We tried to see which ones caught fire. The Taki I mean... Oh, sorry. No, you're good. And the Flaming Hot Cheetos both caught fire. I mean, at this point, I feel like everything I eat or do, they're like, that'll give you cancer. Every Everything anyone does nowadays. Yeah, so I'm just like, all right, lean into it. <laughs> Which is a very dark thought. We <laughs> do not do encourage these things. Have you seen that one TikTok where it's like, if, you, if you're seeing this, just do it. And then all of a sudden, people are like getting into their bathtubs with like toasters and they're like, stop. And then, and then there's a stitch that comes in and is like, stop. That's not for our side of TikTok. Put it down. <laughs> Again, we are on different sides of TikTok because this is not a my thing. Well, also, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, Forever. side note. But we'll get into that after that'll, this. That'll be the follow-up. Yes. Um, <laughs> my Asian culture. So as far as I know, I am only Chinese. Um, I have not taken any of those tests, though, to tell me further. Do you genuinely... We're going to get into it. Do you want to, though? Like, I don't know. I think... Because you have one. <laughs> Claire has had a DNA test for a while. And I know this because she has told for years. me. And she repeatedly tells me that when she goes home, she's like, oh, I should take that. And then she never does. And I think half of it is because you forget, which is yes. very fair. And the other half, I feel like maybe you don't want to. I don't know. I think it would be fun. Like, I want to do it. It's I genuinely always forget that I have it. Okay. Because I think I have ADHD, and, like, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Fair. And I, like, I store it in um, my lift top table, you know, like, the coffee table. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I just, like, where I store all my, like, extra electronics and yeah. stuff. And so I don't really go into it mm -hmm. until I need, like, a charger, and, like, I have, I'm like, where's that wire? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's there. But then I automatically forget. You're like, oh, yeah, my DNA test, but where's the charger for it? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like... When I, it's partly I forget and then partly like laziness, like yeah. it's literally one step, but I'm like, where do I drop it off? I don't want to have to go mail it somewhere. Yeah. I'm just lazy. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I do want to find out. But as far as I know, I'm only Chinese. And I don't know. I probably believe that for the most part. It's just the only doubt that has been like implanted into my life is that everyone's like, oh, you're really tan to be only yeah. Chinese. Mm -hmm. And fair. That, I, I, that's fair. Yeah, and whenever um, people meet me, they're usually their first assumption is, "Oh, you're Filipino," mm -hmm. or like. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, I'm that, dark. <laughs> that was my first thought when I met Claire too. I was like, she's some type of Filipino Asian, maybe Pacific Islander mix. I thought, she, I thought she was local. As yeah. we know, she was not local. Y'all know the story. I, I'm not. Y'all heard it before. She is not. I'm not local. But I appreciate that some people thought <laughs> I was. You had me fooled. Yeah. I had still had... Who was it that still thought that I was from Hawaii? Bro, he still... He has still calls me Claire. To my face. <laughs> when you're not there. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I've known you for four years now. Yeah, we're just twins, you know. Gosh, crazy. Um, uh, craziness. That's so funny. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think it, it would be cool to see if I was anything else. Yeah. Yeah, but growing up, I wasn't super attached to my Chinese background and culture. Um, mostly just because I grew up with an American family. Yeah. And we... Um, I think this is gonna be mentioned in like this week's episode. So last week's episode kind of touched on the fact that um, I was a part of a group called FCC, which is Families with Children from China. And they really helped a group of young girls kind of stay connected to their Chinese roots, which was cool. So we would do a lot of um, different events like the Kite Festival, the Moon Festival, Chinese New Year, um, all of those different things and so it's like I kind of have an idea yeah. about like the major events but actually knowing like the ins and outs of the culture and society I don't really have much mm-hmm. information on but it, it is very interesting like yeah. the parts that we do learn in like world history or something when they touch on the Chinese um, and their different eras Dynasties. Dynasties, yep. <laughs> still still on that villain era. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's kind of crazy, but it's also very cool. So, yeah. Would yeah. you... Because you haven't been to China yet. No, I have not. Would you go... Are you interested in going back? If not, if not for the culture, like strictly interest, just because it's a cool country? I kind of do. Yeah. Because I want to go to Japan really badly. Hell yeah. I yeah. recommend. <laughs> but, and I was talking to my mom about this, and she was like... Is that going to be on the girls' trip? I don't think so, um, but I was just telling her where I wanted to travel eventually. Okay. Because definitely have the travel bug. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And I was like, I want to go to Japan. And she was like, girl, if you're going to Japan, you better stop in China. Like, you cannot. And You're I was already, like, like, right there. She's so right. Yeah. Like, I gotta say. And I was like why and she's like it's that's where you're from <laughs> like what do you mean why for the culture <laughs> yeah i was like oh okay yeah so i think if i did go there i would like visit um where my orphanage was i don't think it's there anymore but like i'd also want to you know um i want to see the great wall of china i mean yeah yeah so yeah it would be fun it would just be a whole asia trip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be pretty sick We should go. Oh, heck yeah. All right. When? <laughs> so I was, so my plan when I graduated uh, college mm-hmm. and I got my big girl job. So when I first got my job, I was actually kind of like a temp worker. I had a one year contract with my employer. And at the end of that one year, they were either going to convert me to full time or not. Luckily, it was the first one, so yay. Or not. Or But I converted to full-time, and so when I got my big girl, big girl job, what I promised, I kind of made a self-promise to myself a while ago, and the plan was that once I got my big girl job and my big girl paychecks, um, I was going to take my dad, who is where I get my Japanese heritage from, to Japan, because he has never been. Mm. But he has sent myself and my brother to Japan when we were in high school taking Japanese classes because that's so cool. Our, our schools were doing you know the little trip, doing the trip thing. You know, mm-hmm. you take the class, you take the language, you take the culture classes, and then you can go to that country. So 
myself and my brother have gone and very very fortunate that we were able to do that and my dad has made like little comments where he's like yeah i can send my kids to japan but i can't go myself hmm. which like i get it he's he you know it's kind of it's kind of like sassy snarky comments but he really wants to go yeah so my goal was to surprise him and do that but Ooh. then kelly don't listen to this part <laughs> no i already told him so oh, what so what happened was <laughs> i was going to surprise him but i converted to my full-time job august 2020 so you know right in the middle of that pandora's box so mm-hmm. it didn't happen and i was like okay next year next year comes around still questionable time okay maybe next year we're still like kind of questionable so the plan is for next <laughs> next year 2023 to do it and i really want to take him in march during hinamatsuri like during the cherry blossom festivals oh hell yeah of course i know it's gonna be peak tourist season it's gonna be ridiculously expensive but like if we're gonna go all that way i want my dad to have like the full experience yeah. you know so that was that was my plan and then a couple weeks ago, we were on the phone um, talking. I was telling him how I have the travel travel bug, too, and I want to go all these places. And he was like, yeah, well, I still want to go to Japan, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm trying, Dad. He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, hmm. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> and, and so he was like, I want to, or I said I want to go to somewhere else. And he was like, oh, we should go, blah, blah, blah. Basically, I accidentally spilled the beans. And I was like, he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay, so my plan was explain to him the plan I just explained to you guys. And he was like, oh? And I was like, so next March, if things are looking better, I'll take you. And he was like, okay, practice your freaking Japanese then. And I'm like, I'm trying, dude. <laughs> I gotta learn Spanish first, <laughs> one language at a time. I can't go from one monolingual to trilingual in one year. You crazy. Uh, for context, I'm learning Spanish because my partner's from Mexico. So... <laughs> I am trying to learn Spanish so I can converse with his family. How's right, that going? Yeah. Questionable. <laughs> I mean, you, you're consistent, so I, that's I'm good. Con- I'm consistently doing something every day, yes. Mm-hmm. But not a lot. And it's just, it's... Like, I'll have, I'll have flashes where I'll do, like, a whole unit. But again, I have never... Growing up in Hawaii, I've never needed... <laughs> That's to fair. use Spanish. So I'm literally starting with like a negative 12 learning abilities uh-huh. on this. So it's it's taken a lot to to ramp up on this. Yeah. But I just tried learning Swedish. Why? When? Let me say why? <laughs> why Swedish? <laughs> IKEA? <laughs> yeah. So I can understand all the IKEA names for furniture. Why? Um because Okay, I was being dramatic. Okay, fair. But the whole Roe v. Wade thing really freaked me out when mm-hmm. it's, like the news first broke. And as I was learning more about all the further implications, what can happen if it, when it's overturned, all the laws that can kind of like slide under the radar, yeah. a lot is basically a lot of things can go super poorly within the next couple of months for women especially and I don't think a lot of people really understand implications um, at the moment and so I was like I was googling I was like what is the most gender equal country in the world Sweden so your girl was like let me learn some Swedish because 
I'm gonna need to escape at some point. <laughs> I'm gonna need to jump shoot. <laughs> yeah, so I started learning Swedish. Oh my. <laughs> I'm so dramatic. So started, how long of an endeavor? You said started. So how long has this endeavor? Only like three days. Okay. Have we three days total? Like we've stopped or three days? Three six? days total. Three days total. Yeah. But it's, are we still actively gonna? Yes. We're still actively learning. Okay. But I only started it three days ago. Right on, right on. Okay. Yeah. So, side note. <laughs> side tangent. Yeah. Also, it's also, like, crazy to think about how big Asia is. Yeah. Because I was kind of thinking about, like, oh, you know, this month is really to represent different Asian cultures, different Pacific Islander cultures. And it had come to my attention that, like, a lot of people think, you know, it's a small group of people, like, only Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Filipino, like, oh, those are Asians, but, like, then they consider, like, Indian people not Asian. I'm, like, still in Asia. Yeah. There would be, like, um, people um, in Russia. Russia's still in Asia. Like, there's a lot of people, like... Asia is so large. There's so many different types of Asian people, and it's just so overlooked. Mm-hmm. So I found that yeah, to you be only really, look at those like yeah, like we it's talked like about before tokens. Yeah, the very I don't want to say mainstream, but yeah, like, mainstream, but the ones that are very evident, I guess, in mm-hmm. in America right now. But yeah, I don't know. Are the ones that get the most attention? I don't even know how to put it in a yeah, good way. I don't. Like, I know what you're saying, but I don't know the words to formulate that thought. Yeah. But, guys, there are a lot of different Asian cultures out there. Educate yourself. Educate. Educate yourself. And all of them are very different. Their cultures are very different. Their customs, um, events. So if you all want to, like, learn more about Asian culture, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Their customs, everything. So definitely look into it. Dude, I do miss, I do miss that. Though when I, growing up in Hawaii, like yeah, Asian culture is so so freaking prevalent and so embedded in it. And I know we have a pretty large Asian population here in Seattle too. But I don't know. Maybe it's just not as evident. Like it's there. But I feel like I don't know. Maybe, and maybe it's just where I grew. Like specifically where I grew up. Like I swear to God, eighty percent of my friends were Japanese, Chinese, or Okinawan. Like. If not 97% that, like, at least to some portion of it. And so, like, I went to Bon Dances all the time, which is Japanese harvest festival dancing. Um, especially when I was taking those Japanese language classes. There mm-hmm. was Latin festivals. There was mm-hmm. a lot of things that happened in the culture that were just, like, embedded in casual activities that were so heavily publicized. And, like, you could hop in, join, hop out, you know, like partake as you wish. And I miss that. Mm-hmm. I definitely miss it a lot. Yeah. I miss, yeah, all the culture clubs. Yeah, dude. Because even though, like, a, some things are similar across, like, Asian cultures, there are so many things that are different mm-hmm. from, like, the dances, the food, when you learn about their history and, mm-hmm. like, how they... um Food. Yeah, like how they it. yeah prepare different dishes, how they like their hunting techniques, their cooking techniques, their mm-hmm. dances, their 
music, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly turning my partner. Apparently now he really likes noodles. Hell yeah. Today, like before we started dating, I don't know. I don't know why I asked him about noodles. I was asking him about. Noodles. You like nudes? Yeah. I, at some point, I asked him. I was like, "Shut the fuck up." He's so stupid. He said, "Yeah, though." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was ready to move on. And, God damn it. Got him. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I was talking. It's when we moved in together. We're talking about like food and eating styles and like, okay, what e- what types of foods do you like versus what types of foods do I like? And I was asking him if he was big on like having like ramen or like noodle dishes. And he was like, I'm not really a noodles guy cut to now where we made like stir fry a couple days ago he mm-hmm. has finished it off yesterday for lunch and then today when we we're trying to figure out what to make for dinner he's like i was thinking a noodle dish of some sort. oh look <laughs> like noodles yeah so today i threw it in his face i was like i thought you weren't a big noodle guy and he's like oh i guess i guess i am now <laughs> things change yeah you see what had happened was asian persuasion no just kidding um, but it's kind of true like even um for me and my partner, yeah, introduced him to sushi, introduced that's him wild. to udon. That's, that's so wild to me. But like, not to yay offend him for the culture. Yeah, not to offend him. But he's very white. <laughs> Grew up in a very white area. Uh, happens. Happens. So now I'm introducing him to a lot of the different Asian cuisines. Where he grew up, like in that area, is there not a heavy or at all prevalent Asian population there? Is it mostly just in downtown say. Seattle that we have a strong Asian population? I think so. I, he mm. said he grew up near where um, Olympic National Park Oh, is. okay. So south of us? Southeast? Directions? Southeast? Southeast? Is it that way or is it that way? Oh, I thought no. it was around the thingy. I have no idea. Claire, Claire and I are just gesturing in the air for context, and we're trying to figure. We're trying to gesture and make up a map to figure out where the frick we need to go. Yeah, I forgot the name of the town he was from, but it was a small town, so I'm assuming. Got you. Okay, that makes sense. Not many POCs. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I'm getting to introduce him to a bunch of different foods. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And the other day, he he made a noodle dish. Wow. And I was like, wow, and it was really good another huge i guess what is is it a themed month like it's not a celebration aapi month isn't a celebration Mm, i see what you're saying i don't know i don't know what the word for it would be like you're talking about like how in june we celebrate like pride month Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know what the word to categorize these monthly awareness celebration things are but Whatever the word for that is. Yeah. Well, May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, <laughs> uh, this is a huge part of my life. Yes. Um, I think everyone's life, really. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that it's becoming more mainstream to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I was just, I literally, this is so funny you bring this up. Today, I was literally rewatching Taylor Tomlinson's Netflix <laughs> special. We went to the Taylor Tomlinson show when she was in Seattle, and now that, yeah, that show is on Netflix, so I was rewatching it, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And a big portion of 
her I, I don't remember the name of the new one that just came out but whatever the new one is um, a big portion of her show is about mental health and mental awareness for at least half of the show mm-hmm. so it's just very funny that you bring up now like talking about mental health awareness and all that stuff and she talked I highly recommend listening to it because it's funny as hell and it's always fun to laugh at it <laughs> you know you got the relatable you, you, parts yeah. yeah you gotta laugh at it at some point otherwise it'll just it sucks already <laughs> so you might as well laugh at it. true yeah I think yeah especially in the last two and a half years there um it's become more acceptable to talk about mental health yeah and especially with social media now being so accessible and like we were joking earlier on TikTok, like I'm on like the mental health, depression, anxiety side of TikTok yeah. sometimes. And I a lot of people are and it's um it's kind of funny to see how other people handle it and deal with it with their own humor. Yeah. And it's awesome that we're talking about it because if when it becomes more normalized, I think people feel less shame about whatever they are feeling and i don't know i feel like there's a weird in between like we're in between the two generations of gen z and millennials gen z's have no shame about talking about it yeah they'll be like this is my 13th reason Eh." like (laughs) make fun of it you know and i'm like that's good that you're like having fun still and like you acknowledge it but you also work through it with humor know that you're not the only one Mm -hmm. you're comfortable talking about it getting help for it like therapy like it's a huge conversation now whereas these are all huge talking points and taylor i'm just gonna sponsor taylor thomas (laughs) these are all huge like at one point how you're talking about like medications and stuff like that at one point she asked the crowd to i'm gonna spoil her bit a little bit she talks about she's like hey we're all on some type of pill right shout it out yeah. And then yeah yelling all like the antidepressants and the uh mood medications that they're on for like their bipolar disorders and stuff like that it's you know like you said it's it's fun to make it so seem so normal mm-hmm. like just oh i'm at a comedy show we're just gonna talk about what type of drugs we're on for yeah. my mental illnesses let me show yeah because it also shows that you're not alone in it mm-hmm. so you shouldn't have to feel shame about it and i think the millennial generation is a still a little bit hesitant about talking about it mm-hmm. so and then, wait you mean earlier you were saying <coughs> millennials are so so willing to talk about it they don't give a shit did you actually mean gen z before yeah okay yeah gen z's super comfortable talking about it making jokes make videos mm-hmm um <clears throat> i'm always on the like you might have adhd side of tiktok and i'm like oh my god the other day <laughs> yes there was a video where it's like oh you know if you kind of um if you kind of do this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with your wrist then that's like a sign i'm kind of since we're podcast i'm like turning my wrist down you know and um if you sit like that or sleep like that or um it's a sign that you have you could have autism oh shit okay I was going to, I was on a different tangent, but okay, keep going. With and this. I was like, what? I'm like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't think I am, but I was just, it was interesting. Very interesting that that could be, could be a. Like a tell. Y- yeah. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, there, there was one, you know how I, 
you know how I sit in chairs. I don't sit like a normal person. I can't <laughs> sit like a normal. I try so hard, but literally my entire life, I have been incapable of sitting normally in a chair. I remember growing up, my mom would always kind of like scold me. She's like, ladies don't sit like that. And I would, I would, I'm just sitting like a monkey. Like I'll sit all types of way. Every way the chair should not be sat in, I will sit in it. Mm-hmm. But my most popular one is to fold like one leg crisscross and then the other leg like tucked to my chest. Like how you're sitting right now. And so one of the TikToks that I showed up on my feed was like, we all agree that this is the sign of ADHD, right? And this girl like, cl- like, She's, she's setting up the camera as she's saying that part. She backs up and then she sits in the chair exactly like that. And I was like, Ugh. and I felt attacked. And then my yeah. partner sitting next to me, he's like, you really shouldn't get tested. Honestly. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, but damn. It's so crazy because I think this this is factual that men often get... It's, it's facts, <clears throat> it's facts. Yeah, men often get diagnosed with ADHD at a young age. Because, because they're they... super super hyperactive and all that mm-hmm. stuff, can't mm-hmm. focus. And for girls... Our they... tells are different, but it's not as widely known mm-hmm. what the tells in young girls are for ADHD. So they're often misdiagnosed. The tells aren't as obvious, so it's not as easily caught in when they're young, like in preschool, kindergarten, elementary school age. Um, and they're able to, oh gosh, what's, what's the word for it? I don't want to misuse the wrong word. I think it's called masking techniques. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but it's basically, especially growing up, stereotypically as a female in society, you find certain things to kind of hide those tells mm-hmm. that, so whatever the tell would normally be for women, they find a way for ADHD women, they'll find a way to kind of quote, quote, hide it. Mm-hmm. So it's even harder to diagnose until they're very late into their adulthood yeah yeah so a lot of the times women get diagnosed way into their adulthood yeah which is kind of crazy yep. but yeah i think that the more i watch tiktok i'm like do i have all these mental issues like, yeah like <laughs> but um yeah i was talking oh i do this weird thing with my feet when i'm supposed to go to sleep <laughs> so i kind of like you know how um, cats kind of like need their paws when they're about, like trying to stretch. Are you stretch calling yourself like, a cat? Listen, <laughs> when I go to bed, I have to go like rub my feet and stuff to like feel comfortable. And I was called out on a TikTok video, and they're like, "You have ADHD," and I was like, "That specific was on a yeah interesting." And so I was like, "Cause yeah, I've never heard of that." Yeah, and I thought it was normal. I mean, for you, yeah, obviously it's normal. But everyone did it. But apparently no one else does it. No, sis. Yeah, but... (laughs) Claire's not doing it. She's watching herself. She's like, this is normal, right? This is fine. Yeah, but then also, yeah, I was never... And my mom got mad at me for this, similar to your mom. I would always shake my leg at the table. Oh, dude. (laughs) Or even, like, when I'm sitting at a desk, wherever I'm sitting, because it would help me focus. Yeah, and same. my mom would be like, stop fucking shaking your leg. Me and I'm too. like, I literally can't. Like, I'm trying to focus. And she's like, that doesn't help you. I'm like, yes, it does. Yeah, little do you know. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. My dad would also do that. He would get so annoyed that my brother and I both have that tick of like shaking our leg. But I've told you this already. The difference between me and my brother shaking our legs is I am a 5'6", not going to say my weight, but it is a normal weight. <laughs> woman my brother is a six five two i think he's down to 250 250 pound man 
He's a little bit larger than me. So when this, when this man shakes his leg, the whole fucking <coughs> building shakes. Literally when- Earthquake! Literally, when I would take him to school, when we were um, in high school still, so when I was a senior, he was a freshman, so I was able to drive and take us to school. And I had a Ford Escape, which is basically a mini SUV for those who are 20, a 2012 Ford Escape. <laughs> And for those car people, for those okay. car people who really want to know, it's it's a little SUV, and so I'd be stopped at a stoplight, and my car is shaking. Like literally, <laughs> it looks like I'm like have a booming bass in my car because yeah. my whole freaking car is shaking, and I'm like, oh my god, my engine's gonna blow. I like freak out the first few times this happened because I was like, fuck, the car is breaking down because it was a kind a little bit older car at that point mm-hmm. back then even older now and I still have I still drive the same car but that's besides the point and I'd be freaking out I'm like oh my god the car's car's gonna break down and I'm like freaking out looking around look over my brother's just just tapping his leg to the music just like (laughs) bopping around and I literally have to like grab his thigh and I'm like stop it (laughs) and he's like he's like what and I'm like sir you are making this whole car shake like unrealistic amounts you need a nine you need to chill yeah so we both have that take but we only get annoyed when the other person's doing it and we're not i think it's because like you have different rhythms no it's always like only one of us is doing it at a time we're never both tapping your leg interesting like if we're at the dinner table one of us will be tapping but the other person won't be and then the the person who's not gets annoyed at the person who is huh i don't know i don't maybe it's a sibling thing i don't know it just happens like that maybe it can't it's never we're never both doing it at the same time it's always only one person is doing it yeah and at that time the other person for some reason doesn't feel the need Mm -hmm. weird but for mental health i think that it is super important to keep talking about it because while our like the younger generations find it to be a normal topic of conversation there are still excuse me there are still people or maybe certain demographics that find it to be a um it's not stigma yeah there's a stigma around it still and i don't think that there should be yeah because we all deserve to feel our best we all deserve to have help Mm -hmm. in that area and like i still personally know people who are very ashamed about talking about it yeah and they have just recently said like okay like i need to go to therapy okay i need Mm -hmm. to you know get on something to just help me feel better yeah and i like i totally relate with i hate being on any type of prescription medicine whether it be for depression anxiety or like birth control i just hate it yeah and so i understand the want to not have to take those and you have to think about like okay but it's gonna improve your quality of life so much and you don't even realize it until you're on them and then you're like oh this is what I could have been feeling like the whole time. Mm-hmm. And not that, not to say that, you know, prescriptions are the answer. Yeah. Because you will still feel like have waves of sadness, waves of anxiety while you're on those. But it can help regularly. Yeah. That's, that's the bigger. Yeah. The lows aren't goal. as low, mm-hmm. you know, so everyone should explore that option. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think 
Yeah, I was. I, I thought I had more to add to that, but just that. There's no shame in the prescription game. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I think it was our Valentine's Day episode, but you were showing me your little gumball machine of... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, so to get real personal, I have antidepressants. <laughs> and you want to tell us which ones, too? Yeah, it is. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, I was like, I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... To make it more fun, I put it in a mini gumball machine so now I can dispense my antidepressant pills. Yeah, it makes it more fun. It makes me less depressed whilst taking them. I'm so jealous. Yeah, so Claire told me that and I was like, oh my gosh, should I do that with my meds? But... I'm just on control. So I was like, I kind of can't just roll the dice on which one of those I'm taking today. Yeah. Although sometimes it feels like it when you're on it. Oh my gosh. I honestly hate birth control so much. But honestly, we could do a whole other episode on that because I, I just got words at the moment. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going through a whole thing and we can... I got topic, qualms. I got qualms. <laughs> straight-faced. <laughs> Listen. I'm on one. Honestly, about the whole Nah, dude. We Women's uteruses. Men's No uterus, no opinion. Audacities. <laughs> we really need... Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely been top of your mind, and it's it's been weighing on me, too. So we can... We should definitely talk about that next episode. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you guys are interested in that in the comments below or dm us if you'd like to hear more about that yeah message us on instagram or tiktok email us anything else you want to touch on for aapi or mental health no i think i think we had everything for aapi told you guys my what i can vaguely tell you about <laughs> Vaguely, but very specifically, about my <laughs> family lineages and mental health awareness. Just, yeah, I don't think I have anything to add. You got any final closing thoughts, No, not really. I guess it's like summarize. TLDR. TLDR, yeah. If Which, y'all just wanted to skip. <laughs> for those who don't, I don't know. Okay, I didn't know this until working in tech, so maybe I'm just a dummy. But TLDR is too long, did not read. <laughs> yes. In summary, definitely, again, Asian culture is everywhere, especially in the U.S. There are so many cultures that are here. Asia is a huge con- continent, right? Country, yes, continent? Both. Both? Well, no. I don't think it's a country. Well, because a country would be each of the countries inside of it. So, continent. Continent. It's huge. There are a lot of different countries cultures that come from asia so if you're ever interested in learning more about one i would highly recommend it you can learn a lot it's very interesting very different from the western western cultures yeah i still like to learn is europe considered a western culture because i always hear that western culture but i'm like is that i just assume that includes america then yeah i don't think so but does it okay someone correct me down below otherwise because i'm 
This is now weighing on my brain. <laughs> Damn it. Geography. We're trying to reach a conclusion and my brain's like, but what about this? Honestly, God we could damn. do a whole episode on just geography. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen those TikTok videos of people like doing geography tests? To, like, no. Bro. See? Different sides of TikTok. It's like these people. <laughs> I'm like, like, don't get in the bathtub with a toaster and you're like, where's this country? <laughs> <laughs> Two types of people. But it covers both API and mental health, so. Wow, look at us. <laughs> so inclusive. Um. Yeah, random side topic. It's this person who, I don't know where, you know, the internet has everything. So it's like, it'll show up a blank map and it'll be like, name all the, name all 12 countries that start with A. Mm -hmm. And it be like, boop, 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 and figures it out. And I'm like, Antigua. Bro, no. I don't know. (laughs) Asia. There you go. This was a continent. Geography is not my strong suit. I think that's like the third time I've said it. <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> I'm in Spain without the S. <laughs> Country. Yes. Boom. Um, anyway. Yeah. And then along mental health, let's normalize needing help for your brain. You need it for your physical body. Then you also need it for your mental health. So mm-hmm. um, don't be ashamed if you are dealing with something ask for help you're not alone in it especially Mm -hmm. now i think it's spiked after the pandemic for sure Mm -hmm. so you have a huge community around you that could help and you can then help others too if you know have um if you have friends that end up needing it so just have empathy Mm -hmm. that's my favorite thing thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of the midnight memo we really appreciate it Happy Asian Pacific Islanders Month for those who partake. And happy, is it happy? I'm going to say happy. Let's put a happy spin on it. Happy mental awareness. Mental Mental health awareness. Mental health awareness. Thanks. (laughs) Mental health awareness month. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you can be notified when our next episode drops next Tuesday. Don't forget to like the podcast and rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you have any questions or want to continue the conversation, we'd love to hear from you guys. Feel free to DM us on TikTok and Instagram at The Midnight Memo, or feel free to email us themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Anything else? Let's close out with ASMR. Okay. We're eating chips. Okay, bye. Bye.